Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Dude, you weren't joking. You said you don't have very much time between the drive and bink at night. I didn't know I had no time. I, I tried to warn you. Well, I did my job. I had to wait for Binkley to get out of here. And Binkley's a lot of things. One of the things that he is not is fast. He may look like he's quick. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look no. like he's quick either. I can say that. He's standing right there. It's fine. That's Julio Sanchez. I'm the sports machine showing the V. That's right. Look at the drug out of the bullpen. Watch out now. That's right. On a Friday night at that, Julio, so it could get dangerous. 913-576-7610 if you want to talk to me or Julio or just hear your voice. Because, Julio, are you familiar with the greatness of one Dr. Fraser Crane? You know who that is? Yeah, we're talking about the show, Frazier? Yeah, 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 that's the one. It's an yeah. awful show. It's, i never seen the appeal in that all show. Right, first of all, it's awful. why would you say something that ignorant out the gate? It's, it's not, not an awful it's show. Not, Do you know what the basis of the show is? Do you know what his job is? Don't know, don't care. So therefore, you've never seen it? I, I've seen episodes. It's just boring, dry humor. Oh, goodness. Okay. I'm offended. And he's a radio host, Okay. Now, he's not the type of radio host that we are. He's not a sports talk host. I believe he's like a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a therapist, and that's what I want to do for this segment. I want to become Dr. Fraser Crane, if I may. 913-576-7610, Kansas City. Here's what I want to know, because for the first time, essentially, in Patrick Mahomes' career, you're upset, I can tell. And it just because I'm a TV therapist or whatever the hell he is, it, it doesn't really take an actual degree to understand that right now, for the first time, really ever, since Patrick Mahomes has been a pro, people are on him. Really since Andy Reid, for the first time since he's been here, people are on his back, and with good reason. Now, the defense, if you've been a Chiefs fan your entire life like I have, or if you've just been a Chiefs fan for the last five years since Patrick Mahomes has been here, then you understand that this city has had a love-hate relationship with the defense, with the defensive coordinator on that side of the ball, and we'll get to that. But I want to know, what are you most upset about? So lay down on the couch, and we'll talk it out here because there's a lot of different ways that we can go. There's a lot of different things that have gone wrong early on this year. Before we get too deep into it, I think part of the problem is sometimes in life and in sport, whatever you're doing, when things are almost as good as they can be, there's only one place to go, and that's down. And if you really think about the last couple of years, Hell, really think about since Patrick Mahomes has been the quarterback for this football team. It hasn't just been fun. It hasn't just been good. They haven't just won some games. They've hosted the AFC Championship game every single time that he's been the starting quarterback. They've had a chance to win the Super Bowl. MVPs, gone to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. 
you really can't have much more success. My point is, at some point, they were going to go down. This is not an excuse. Because nobody thought out the gates through the first seven games that this team was going to be three and four. I think you can point to a lot of different directions. We can talk about the defensive side of the ball. We can blame it on Pat. We can talk about Andy Reid. We can talk about maybe Brett Veach didn't make the best moves in the offseason. So 913-576-7610, I can tell you're upset. I want to know what's upsetting y'all the most. Let's first go out to Overland Park. Let's get Josh on the show. What's up, Josh? Hey, thanks for calling me, Sports Machine. Yeah. I, I, I've gotten, uh, got a take on this as the, the Chiefs haven't been good since they renamed the stadium. It, you can call it whatever you can call it. You can call it Sandstone Sandstone or the Cricket Wireless. Yeah. You can call it GHA sure. Field. But you, it's Arrowhead. And the second take on this is Patrick, since he had the kid, can he find someone's basement to go live into where he can get some sleep from this kid? Hey, Harrison Gutt, kicker, do you got a basement, a couch, a sofa down in uh, uh, James Winchester's basement? Come on. How are, you, how are you feeling about this one? Dude, I have an extra futon. Like, if Patrick Mahomes really wanted to stay there and get a little bit of sleep, he can stay up in the loft. That's open to most Chiefs players. And Julio, if you want to stay there, most of my friends and family are welcome to. I'm a conspiracy theorist, okay? Like, I am all about Loch Ness Monster. I'm all about crop circles. I believe in aliens and ghosts and all that crap. Like, I think that there is something going on, parallel universes and and, and all that. The renaming of Arrowhead Stadium theory is out there. That's some tinfoil hat stuff. And again, I appreciate everything. Now, as a therapist, I don't think that I'm supposed to say that. I don't think I'm supposed to be like, come on, dude, you're crazy. No. But... I don't really know if that's what's going on. Let's see what uh, what Grant thinks it might be. Let's go out to Grant. What up, Grant? Hello? Yo, what's up, man? Hey, so how come people don't talk about uh, Andy Reid being sick? We didn't cover that at all this week or last. And there's only been two games in the last five years we've gotten blown out, and it's been distractions by Andy Reid. Uh, his, his son's issue and then him collapsing or whatever happened at the end of the game two weeks ago. I do think that we can talk about Andy Reid. I do think that if you want to start to point blame, you can point it to Andy. Those specific things that you mentioned, if there was only one thing, right? If there was only one thing, if there was only one issue, it's kind of like, and I'm not making an excuse for Coach Reid, I'm really not, but it's kind of like, with the football team itself, right? If there was just like one major injury that you could point to and say, well, starting quarterback's been hurt, so we're not going to be as good. We're not going to win as many games. We can't put up as many points. All those things are very, very obvious. With Coach Reed, I agree. It's a lot of the things that you just said. But I think what it also is, is that sometimes when you've got high expectations and you live up to those expectations, which the Chiefs did last year, Because even though it looks like the sky is falling right now, even though it seems like nobody's playing well, even though it seems like there's a chance that this team actually misses the postseason, if you can just go back to last year, right, just jump in your hot tub time machine and you don't have to go back that far. Besides the Super Bowl, where they got their asses kicked, they won every single game that they played, save that last game of the season where they didn't play any of their starters. So they went out there and took care of everybody. So it's not like just one thing has gone wrong. Several things have gone wrong. And I don't know if we're going to figure it out here in the next three hours. (laughs) Hopefully we can. 
but I definitely know that there's something going on that there hasn't been the last couple of years. Whether you want to cut the piece of the pie and say the biggest blame goes to head coach Andy Reid, if you want to say that Patrick Mahomes hasn't taken care of the football, if you want to say the offensive line maybe hasn't been the offensive line that the Chiefs went out there and bought, therefore you can put some of the blame on Brett Veach. And then I think the 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 the, the easiest one is the defense. I mean, come on. That's just absolute garbage. Let's go up to Robbie. What's up, Robbie? Hi, I want to continue the discussion about, uh, yeah, the the drafting. Like, Brett Beach has missed on so many picks. I don't know why it's not talked about so much. Uh, the, the drafts that we have had and the selection that we've had for the past three years, none of them are working out for us. So I don't know why uh, he's not talked about that much. I think more than anything else, if you don't have talent on the roster, it's very difficult to win games in the NFL. So Hey, you're on to something. What... You're on to something there, man, because it does feel like a lot of people, and I'll get to the text line here in a minute, Nine one three five seven six seven six things. a lot of those are rolling in. It does feel like a lot of people are quick to blame. I guess, I don't want to say who's easiest to blame, Because Patrick Mahomes being the quarterback of this football team, everybody knows how that position works in the NFL, right? It's the single most important position in team sports. You go as your quarterback does. So when things are going great, he gets the credit. When things are going bad, he gets the blame. And essentially, he splits that down the middle with the head coach. You haven't heard a lot of criticism of Brett Veach because it feels like there's been so much to go around. It feels like the pie, the blame pie, if you will, which is not good pie. I got a couple of Levine's lists for you coming up later on the show. If I did my list of best pies, it would be like French silk from Tippins, my grandma's pecan pie, apple pie from the peddler's daughter on Johnson Drive. But blame pie is, is not on there. That doesn't taste good. And there is a lot of that to go around. So I'm going to act as therapist here for at least the next 20 minutes. 913-576-7610. Let's try to get to the bottom of this thing. I'm the sports machine in for Binkley right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Julio, they don't pay you enough, man. Good work. I didn't think you could do it. You did. With those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Even though you think that this show sucks. And and his apartment is dope. Anybody that's watched the show, he's got like a top five TV apartment. But it's it's kind of like a friend situation. Like, I don't know that anybody could afford that. I guess he is a therapist anyway. Text line full, 913-576-7610. So is the phone line. I'm going to try to go Dr. Frazier Crane on your asses here (laughs) for a little bit. Lay you down on the couch. There's a lot of issues with the Chiefs. Let's talk it out. I want to know what your biggest problem is. We had a couple of people call in. Somebody said it's Andy and all the stuff that's gone on around him. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just here to listen to you. That's what a good therapist does, Julio. they, They listen. That's That's the key. And we got full phone lines. We're about to go all over the town here. We're going to go to Brant. We're going to go to Kenny. We're going to hit up Tony. We're going to hit up Hunter here in just a second. 
I appreciate all the love on the text line, again, from all everywhere. 785, where you been, sports machine? I've been doing my thing, man, like a chicken wing on a string. 816, machine starts us off of the list. Where you been? Hope all is well. What the F is that voice I hear? Is that the sports machine? You damn right, it's a sports machine with my guy Julio Sanchez and you. That's right. On a Friday night, we're all back together again, and it feels Good. 913-576-7610. Hit up the text line because the phone lines are full right now. So let's go back out to him. Let's go out to Brant. What's up with you, Brant? How much? How you doing, man? I'm good, bro. So what do you think it is? Like, what's, what is it that's upsetting you? I know there's a lot of things, but you can only say one. What's upsetting you the most about this football team? I guess I'd summarize it like this. I think we got, you know, half the people on the defense, Tyron, uh, Frank, playing like they are on their last year, their contract, trying to not get hurt. I think we got Chris Jones playing like he just or playing like he just got the bag, and he's happy, fat, and sassy. And then I think we got uh, Nick Bolton, the only guy who's playing. I think that that gives a damn, or at least looks like. Bro, right he's now. been he's so, been. Yeah, hey, my thoughts. Brent, he's been balling. Thanks for the phone call, man. He's been absolutely balling, no question about that. Like if we were to give out a defensive player of the year for the Chiefs so far, it's Nick Bolton, and that as a KU guy that. It's not easy for me to say, but he's been an absolute stud. As far as those other things that he said, kind of talking out of both sides of his mouth. Again, I'm not saying that he's wrong, but in a contract year, most of the time, you don't really want to be on the sidelines unless you're so established that you're sure you're going to get that money. And the guys that he's talking about, Tyron Matthew, maybe there's something to that. You know, If he said it, then he meant it. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. Maybe there's something to it. In the case of... Like a guy like Frank Clark, man, you got to go out there and first of all play. Second of all, when you do play, you got to do something. You get to be an impact player. You want to talk about stealing money? Goodness, I'm not saying it was like a mask heist in a bank or anything like that, but it's the damn closest thing to it. And I'm not right a lot, Julio. You can ask my girlfriend. My my percentage rate is like really, really bad. Like really bad. But I've been right about Frank Clark, haven't I? From day one. And, and I got so many tweets and texts and emails and Sean's so hard on him and give it time and he gets chipped and double teamed and all that stuff. Mm. Is that what it is? Really? Or if we come around that maybe those are, um, as my bubby, my, my late great grandma would say, excuses with a capital E. Let's go out to Kenny in Overland Park. What's up with you, Kenny? Hey, what's going on, Sports Machine? Hey, Julio, what's good, brother? My brother from another mother. Hey. I love it. What's up, man? Hey, man. So I just wanted to say this is this this uh, in my opinion, this is the main problem. Mm-hmm. It's the fundamental mistakes. You cut out the fundamental mistakes in football. Yeah, you're not going to win every game, but if you cut out the fundamental mistakes in football, the fumbles, the turnovers, you know, the missed assignments, um, coverages, tackles, you cut that off, and you play consistent football, play to your game play to how the scheme is, is made, and plays will happen. Things will happen. You will score. You will stop the other team from scoring. You can't stop them from scoring all the time, but you will stop them from scoring enough. Look, Kenny, there's, there's no doubt about what you said, and I only played one year of eighth-grade football, and that was at Harmony Middle School, and I was on the B team. And I made three tackles the whole year, so I'm not pretending like I know that much, but I do know this. It's not like you can just point to one thing and say, well, they can't stop the run or that the secondary can't tackle or that Patrick Mahomes, you know, is uh, targeting his wide receivers and not going through the progressions or that Tyree kills dropping the football. Like the problem is it's 
all these things. If it was a relationship, Kenny, right, you could just point to one thing and be like, babe, we'll get it taken care of, right? Like, you think that I, you know, I'd, I'd sleep too much. Well, then I'll set my alarm a little bit easier. But if she says that your breast stinks and that you need to get a job and that you're a bum and that you're calm, that your family sucks, you're like, okay, <laughs> now we got a real issue. So to me, right now, and I could be wrong, you tell me, doesn't it kind of feel like the Chiefs are that dude that has a lot of issues, not just one? Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they do. But I mean, like I said, when, when it's, it's football, football is a simple game, man. People make it more complicated than what it seems. And when you simplify it and you stop the stupid mistakes, take a lot of the stupid mistakes that we've done over the year. I mean, over the, over the season, yeah. you cut out those stupid mistakes, dude, we're probably one loss game. Maybe. And, and, and here's the thing. And, and they've avoided those mistakes the last couple of years, by and large, like Patrick Mahomes, the season where he had 50 touchdowns, to me, the more impressive number is he had 10 interceptions. If you're throwing the football that often, 10 interceptions, that's when you should have 20, 25, and it would still be acceptable because he threw for 5,000 yards and had 50 touchdowns. He had 50 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. So, again, part of it is like he was talking about, the fundamentals. Part of it is guys are starting to not hold on to the football the way that we've gotten used to. Like It just feels like everything is a little bit off, but that's why. Dr. Fraser Crane is in the house. Let's go out to Carney. Let's get Hunter on Bink at Night. What's up, Hunter? My my honest opinion, this is going to be a hot take. What's up? That, that Super Bowl run in 2019 mm-hmm. was the best and worst thing for this team. How's that? Best thing because, you know, we won the Super Bowl. But the worst thing because it instilled in their minds and their mental games that and Patrick Mahomes, we trust. But they got back. But, 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 but they got back. But they got back the next year, and they essentially won every single game on the way there. And they were the one seed. And they like it's not like they took a step back. If anything, they were a better team last year. So how do you explain that they win the Super Bowl and then they follow it up with an unbelievable season, and then all of a sudden now they hit the skids? Well, again, I still think it's in the Patrick Mahomes we trust because every time, and I'm taking this from you know other people and other news sources. Yeah, sure, but. Every single broadcast that I see that, you know, these top NFL analysts, if they even are that, are saying, and Patrick Mahomes, we trust. Patrick Mahomes, we trust. And the more that they say it, the more that I see it. Our, our defense, you know, is probably the worst I've ever seen in my 27, 26 years that I've watched the Chiefs, which it isn't, but it looks like it as of right now. And it's just every time Patrick Mahomes gets the ball, all my friends, all my family, all right, hey, I, I know we're down 21 points, but Patrick Mahomes can get us out of this. Patrick hey, you, you're, you're friend, Hunter, your, your friends and family are on to something because they've seen it, and they're right, and that's basically what he does. The problem is this defense is so bad, and we'll go through the numbers here in a little bit. I'm talking all-time bad that they put themselves in a position where go back to that 50-touchdown, 10-interception MVP year that I've mentioned a couple of times. What happened? Well, that's the one time since Patrick Holmes has been the starter that the Chiefs didn't end up in the Super Bowl. And it wasn't his fault. It had nothing to do with him. It was because the defense was awful by the numbers. There were a lot of 30s and 31s and 32s in statistical categories that matter on that side of the ball. And when you're that bad, it doesn't matter how good the offense is. It really doesn't. And that's what sucks. And to me, that's one of the things that kind of hurts the most. Because you can't waste an offense like this, Patrick Mahomes in his prime. And I know that some people right now are kind of on Andy's back and think that he hasn't done a great job this year. Let distractions get to him. We can certainly talk about that. We got two and a half hours left. 
but it kind of feels like this is the first time that you could even point to Patrick Mahomes and pretend like he has anything to do with where the, where the Chiefs are right now. And we can do that because Patrick Mahomes' first few years was better than he's been this year. There's no question about that. But if we're going to start to lay out the blame, if we're going to start to cut the pieces of the pie and say who gets the biggest piece, you know who it's not for sure? Patrick Mahomes. And everybody's going to say, oh, you're a defender of Patrick Mahomes and you just can't get off his jock and all that stuff. Whether it's the numbers or the eye test or whatever it is, the lack of blocking in front of him, I truly believe that Patrick Mahomes, like the guy that we know to be Patrick Mahomes, is still there. We're going to see him at some point this year. It could be as soon as Monday night against the Giants. But other people, a lot of other people, have to do their job. Speaking of a lot of other people, I got to take a break, but coming up on the other side, I'm going to come out to you. I got Michael in Kansas City, Phil in Overland Park, Tony in Kansas City, and I got one free line. Take it up. It's Dr. Frazier Crane here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salads and scrambled eggs. That's right. What does that even mean? Uh, tossed salad? What is it? Is it referencing something? Um, it's the most random lyrics ever. Well, the scrambled eggs I can explain to you on air. The rest of it might be a, uh, I'm going to have to go out tonight in Westport. I might have to explain a little something to you, brother. Right, so I don't need to know. Okay. <laughs> no, just, I think it's just, no, I'm, not, I'm just being nasty now. I think it's, I think it's, no, I don't know what the hell it means. All right. But how do you not like it? Yep. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways. Anyway, so, so I was talking about Patrick Mahomes not being the issue. And I think the best way to prove it is this. If you look at the quarterbacks that have the most passing yards right now in the NFL, Top five goes a little something like this, a little something, something like this. Kyler Murray, team's really good. Oh, my God, you want to talk about a bad beat? Last night, I had that that game was going to go into overtime at 15-1 to 1 odds. I bet it at the beginning of the game. And all I needed was that pass to be incomplete at the very end. Then they kick a field goal, it goes into overtime. Like, that was, a, that was a buster right there. That one really hurt. But anyway, so Kyler Murray's leading the league in passing yards. Then it's Tom Brady, then it's Derek Carr, then it's Matthew Stafford. I think all those guys right now, you could argue, are all very much in the MVP conversation. And then fifth is Patrick Mahomes. If you look at touchdowns, there's only a couple of guys that have slung more of those than Patrick Mahomes. So, again, I'm not saying that he's completely void of the blame, but this team should have a much better record based on the way their quarterback is playing. There's a lot of other reasons why they, um, what's the word I'm looking for, suck right now. Let's go out to... Michael in Kansas City. What's up, man? What's up? Well, actually, I'm from Wichita, Kansas. But Chiefs Kingdom, y'all need to calm down. Whenever we've had a balanced attack between running and passing, we had no problem scoring in the 30s. We won those games. True. Our problem is Big Red needs to drop that ego and put in the more um, running plays. From a defensive standpoint, to me, it's about your personnel. There's some players that shouldn't be on the field. To me, Colin Saunders has got to play more. You can put him and Reed and whoever you want at the defensive end. I think if you put those two right there, they've proven the short amount of time that they've been in together, they've stopped the run. As far as having three safeties, uh-uh, you got to scratch that, Spags. Drop that third safety off, bring in either Baker or Fenton, 
get rid of Hughes. Those two young men have got to play. Man, that's what see, Michael, linebacker- M- Michael, man, first of all, before you even get to the linebackers, this is what I'm talking about. I told my girlfriend all the time, don't just come with the problems, babe. I know what the problems are. Come with the solution. So keep it rolling, man. Keep going with those solutions, man. Okay. And then uh, from you get to the linebackers, you've got to play the two babies. You got to play Mr. Neiman as less as possible. And I think if you make those changes and make those personnel, I think Spax would be cool because when he first got here, we struggled the first seven and eight games. Then he figured out his personnel, and then we rode defensively. To me, that's the only problem that he's having right now. He's just not having the right personnel on the field at the proper time. And offensively, we stick with a balanced offensive tack. Man, we're definitely very tough to stop. But here's the thing. That on paper sounds good. In the past, that is correct. But if we're talking about reality, if we're talking about right now, bro, they didn't score a touchdown. Like, it'd be one thing if they went out there and didn't put up a 30 spot. They didn't put up a 20 spot. They didn't put up a 10 spot. Like, you're not going to beat anybody. Now, the Tennessee Titans are a good football team. But if you don't score, and again, I understand what you're saying. And I think that personnel and the personnel that they put on the field and by and large, some of the personnel that has or has not been drafted the last couple of years is certainly part of the issue, but damn, there's a lot of issues. Let's go out to Tony in Kansas city. I got you, Tony, right line. Is this you? Yep. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up? I'm, I'm good, man. How you doing? Not too bad. What you thinking? Well, um, I think that the, the front line of the defense is just basically Robin, uh, the chiefs, yeah. Robin Clark hunt. I mean, that's where the whole problem starts, right there on the front line, you know, and it trickles on down to the to the linebackers, to the safeties, and then it trickles over into the offense to where the offense can't trust them, and, and you know, they're trying to play catch-up all the time. There's no question that it's a um, very overpaid defensive line, but at this point, there's not a whole lot that you can do about that. In the offseason coming up, there's a lot that you can do about that. You can figure out, well, I don't think there's a whole lot of question if we're being honest with Frank Clark, what's going to happen. Like, once this season's over with, I think that he's that's it for him in a Chiefs uniform, and then he's somebody else's problem. Kind of like Sammy Watkins. He's going to get paid somewhere else. Somebody else is going to look at him and say, well, he was good here. He was good in this situation. He hasn't been healthy. He had all the ch- – like, it feels like there's been a lot of excuses for a guy now that it's not like we just saw him. I remember the first few games that we saw him, the numbers, like I'm talking about a couple of years ago, the numbers didn't blow you away. He had like 10 tackles and a couple of hurries through the first month of the season. And I started to get critical then. And people started to get critical on me. At this point, it feels like everybody's kind of come around that that just, wasn't a great move, but unfortunately we're seven games into a 17 game schedule that hopefully includes a postseason run. And the guys that we're talking smack on are the guys that have to be better again in the off season. We can have a conversation of Brett Veach needs to be better or the chiefs need to make a trade. But right now the truth is the guys that we're referring to on the defensive line, specifically Chris Jones has been hurt. So I don't want to be too harsh on a guy that's been hurt. By the way, speaking of injuries, Tyron Matthew is held out of practice today. The only way that that game against the Giants is close, right now Vegas has the Chiefs as about a 10.5 point favorite, is if Tyron Matthew doesn't play. Because that is, you want to talk about the last thing that this football team needs right now? 
Well, I don't even want to say Patrick Mahomes not being on the football field because my mom will come wash my mouth out with soap. I can't talk like that. That's dirty talk. But my point is, they need Tyron Matthew on the field. Even against a team like the Giants. Kansas City, when's the last time that the Chiefs beat a quote-unquote good football team? Buffalo? That was a long-ass time ago. A different calendar year. A different season. Some people might say Cleveland, week one. First of all, that wasn't a convincing win. And second of all, that's not a good football team. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Let's hit up Jason. What's up, Jason? Yeah, I'm just. it just seems like all the panic mode is coming from the new school Chiefs fans. The old school Chiefs, we've been through this before. You just got to relax, and it's going to work itself out. We're only seven games, like you said, seven games into a 17-game season. Relax. You you can't go into panic mode already and be like, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that. No, the ship's going to ride itself. Let me ask you this. What if you lose on Monday Night Football at home as a 10-point favorite to one of the worst teams, one of the least talented teams in football? Then does the ship go down? Then is it time to panic? Uh, Then maybe we might exactly hit the button, but it's it's leaning towards that way. Maybe there is deeper issues than what what it looks like right now. Hey, that, Jason, that's why Dr. Frazier Crane's here. That's why I'm here. That's why you're laying down on the couch with me, and we're trying to figure this whole thing out together because it's not just one thing. It's it's a bunch of different things. But, and again, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. I'd be very surprised. The Chiefs are a much better football team. If you started checking the boxes, the Chiefs had the better coach, the better quarterback. Hell, right now probably even still a better offensive line, and the running game's pretty close. I'll take the Chiefs wide receivers. If they lose to the Giants, if they lose a nationally televised game when everybody's watching to a team that ultimately is going to have a top five pick, the sky is falling. Like, I'm serious. I, I was about to say literally, and then I was going to get a bunch of texts that are like, it's not literally falling. It's not. But it's damn close to. If they go out there and lose to the Giants, if they go out there and lose to the Giants, then it's more likely than not but they're not even going to make the playoffs. And like the previous caller said, like relax and all that. I, I, if the Chiefs go out there and smoke them, and then they get back to 500 and win a couple of games, and they're 10 games in, and they're 6-4, and four, and things are looking up, cool. You know what? They're not right now. They're not. It looks, it looks dicey. Like, be honest with yourself, Kansas City. Is this a playoff team? I know on paper they're a playoff team. I know that seems just completely crazy with 10 games left in the season that I'm talking this way, but are we sure this is a playoff team? Do they beat good football teams? If I started listing the best teams in the AFC right now, Buffalo's going to be on that list. Tennessee's going to be on that list. Baltimore's going to be on that list. The Chargers going to be on that list. Here's a problem. You've played all those teams. All those teams beat you. That's been the biggest feather in the Chiefs' cap the last few years. It's not just wins. If you really break it down with a microscope, bro, they're beating good football teams here and there in different ways. The defense has stepped up. Mahomes has been the reason. Spags has been the reason. Andy's had some great calls. It just feels like right now, none of that's clicking. I got full phone lines, but I also got Julio yelling at me that I got to take a break. And he's got bigger muscles than me. 
Joe Raider, Phil, Casey Ray, stay on the lines. I got one left, 913-576-7610. They call me Dr. Frazier Crane. In for Jay Binkley right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Yo, Julio, are you seeing these texts? Like, it feels like the Chiefs already lost to the Giants on Monday Night Football, and they're three and five, and just like check some of these out from the eight one six. I'd say if we lose, it's time for Andy to retire, trade Tyreek for picks, get a new DC, and add to the running game. Wow, I mean that's a lot for a team that's been to back to back Super Bowls right? and three straight AFC Championship games from the eight one six. Patrick might not even be a pro bowler this season. No, let me correct you, 816. The problem is he might be a pro bowler this year. He couldn't go the last three years, or at least the last two years, because they were, you know, doing this thing called the Super Bowl. He might be available to go this year, which is a problem. Now, is he going to earn his way there? I I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, There's a lot of issues going on right now. 913-576-7610. Keep those texts rolling in. Oh, top of the 7 o'clock hour. Just for a minute, I'm going to humor myself. Um, Halloween's right around the corner, they tell me. And uh, my girl and I have finally figured out what we're going to go as this year. Uh, she's a talk- couple's costume? She's talking to me. Ah, you gave in. I'll tell you. Yeah. You gave in. No, I didn't give in. You I was like, in. hey, babe, you know what we should do? We should go as a couple this year. This is what we should do. And finally, she got. Of course I gave in, dude. You've I knew got you a would, girlfriend. Sucker. You would. You did too. I I always do. Okay, well then I'm I've come to the dark side. Good All for right, you. Welcome. Good for her. I'm a sucker. <laughs> I'm a sap. I'm a mark. I'm what I. I Good claim, guy. I would That's ne- what you are. Is that what I am? Yep. Wait till I tell you what I'm going to be coming oh, up God. in the seven o'clock hour, and I've also got a Levine's list for you. But the phone lines are full, so let's go out to him. Uh, Phil, my brother, you've been holding on forever. What's up, Phil? What the machine? That's right. The the the. Hold on, what was your line? What? You didn't do it? Oh, that was that was certainly one of them. Yeah, and here's the thing about that line. It's hard to remember, so I don't blame you, my friend. It's kind of hard. Chew it my and do man. it. Blue Chew, what's up, Phil? Yo, so call me crazy, and I'm not dogging on Pat, mm-hmm. but who who did he learn under? In college or pro? Year. You talking about Kings? Yeah. What are you talking about? Who did he spend a year under in the NFL? Oh, Alex Smith. I, my personal opinion, I think Andy needs to go back in his playbook and just let him be a game manager and run Alex Smith's plays to get confidence back in this offense. Oh, dang, man. See, that's uh, – see, again, as your um, resident therapist, Dr. Frazier Crane, a.k.a. Sports Machine, a.k.a. Sean Levine, um, I don't think I'm supposed to be like, nah, I disagree with that. But I don't think that that's – I don't think that's the solution because – a guy like Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes because you don't tell him to play a certain way, right? Like there are certain athletes, there are certain guys that have a golf swing that you would never teach, and then they end up winning the U.S. Open, right? There are certain guys that have a jump shot that's got the nasty hitch in it that you would never teach, and then they average 25 a game, and you're like, I'm going to leave that alone. Patrick Mahomes is that dude. So are there a lot of guys on this football team, Phil, that need to maybe come into – the principal's office and have a talking to and say, Hey, you need to change either the way that you're acting on the field, off the field in the cases of some of these dudes, but more importantly on the field. 
And my guy, Sean Barber, he's probably listening right now. I love me some Sean Barber. And he always says, it's not your money, so don't talk about it. Well, you know what? If you're only making, like, average NFL money, then I'll leave it alone. But if you're Sammy Watkins, now I'm talking smack on guys that aren't even here anymore, and you're going to pay $20 million a year and having three touchdowns, well, then the smack talk's going to be a little bit louder. If you're Frank Clark and you are one of the highest paid, I mean, like, one of the highest paid non-quarterbacks in the entire NFL, if not the highest non-quarterback paid in the entire NFL, then we're going to hold you to that standard. Look, that's life. At your job, if you've got the corner office, that means that you've got the bigger salary, and that means that you've got more responsibility. That's how it works. Sorry, not sorry. Joe Raider, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, bro. Um, I just wanted to, you know, I mean, they're three and five their last eight games. Yeah. The good teams they can't beat. Yeah. My, my theory on this is that I think teams have caught up to how to defend Mahomes, how to defend Kelsey, how to defend Tyreek Hill. And there's four players on that team that are really great players. Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and the Honey Badger. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, overrated. And I think teams are just caught up. And I think there's, I mean, are the Chiefs a good team? Yes. Myself, not because I'm a Raider fan, because I don't even think my Raiders are going to make the playoffs because they start off so good and then they fold. But you look at their schedule, Dallas, Green Bay, Cincinnati, oh. the Chargers, and the Raiders. Oh. Say they win three of those and they lose two. And then, I mean, then you got the Broncos. I, I, I don't think the Chiefs make the playoffs. Do I think they should beat the uh, Giants? Yes. And here's the deal. It's Monday night. Everybody's laughing at the Giants, so they're going to bring their A game. Yeah. I guarantee you they're going to bring their A game. Damn it, they better. The Chiefs, the Chiefs better bring their A game because if they lose to the Giants, their season's done. Hey, that's that, really that, that, that schedule is a really good point. I appreciate the call. For a guy named Joe Raider, that's keeping it real. First of all, talking about the Chiefs with some good knowledge. Second of all, realizing that his Raiders probably are going to crap their pants like they always do the second half of the season and not end up making the playoffs. But right now... The odds tell us that Las Vegas and the Chiefs have about the same chances of making the postseason. Now, again, there's still a lot of time left. We got Patrick Mahomes. They got Derek Carr. We got Andy Reid. They got some guy that's not John Gruden. I don't even remember what the dude's name is. Like, if we started checking the boxes, the Chiefs are a much better team. But herein lies the problem. If you start checking the boxes, if you just look on paper... The Chiefs were better than everybody. That's why heading into the year, they were the favorite. That's why I talked about them like they were going to wear a fistful of rings eventually, and I still think they will. I think that most of the problems that we're talking about are short-term rather than long-term, that they're somewhat fixable. But right now, man, there's a lot of them. Let's go out to KC Ray. What's up, KC Ray? You're on Bink at Night. Look, it's so much pieces of this pie to go around. Yeah. Starting to get ridiculous. The personnel's not good. The last caller stated everybody else has caught up. The Chiefs are the same exact team they were from a couple years ago, personnel wise. Pat is starting to look like who everyone thought Pat would be out of college. Mm. I don't think enough uh, credit was given to Kelsey and Hill for what they did catching those pop flies for a number of years. Yeah. And it's just. It's just starting to look like a train wreck, honestly. 
I think that a lot of the city feels the way that you do. I think that there's a lot of people right now that feel like this isn't going anywhere, that they might not end up in the postseason. And let's just call it what it is. I mean, I'm as big of a Homer Cheese fan as you're going to meet. We're the official partner of the Chiefs. Both my grandparents are lifelong season tickle holders. I love this football team, but I'm also going to keep 100 with you. If this team misses the playoffs, that is a disaster. Unacceptable. That is an unacceptable disaster. Triple word score. I want to throw in another one, but I'm not that bright. Took me like eight years to get through college. (laughs) Dude, for a team that was the Super Bowl favorite, because the difference is this isn't baseball, where randomly a team like the San Francisco Giants wins 107 games out of nowhere that was supposed to finish in last place. That happens all the time in baseball. In the NBA, it's always the teams you think it's going to be unless there's a major injury. So you can point to Golden State and say, well, Clay Thompson went down. Or you can point to the Lakers a couple of years ago and say, yeah, but Anthony Davis wasn't playing. If that was the issue with the Chiefs, then I would say that's the issue with the Chiefs. I would say, well, you can point to the reason why they're under 500, why they might not make the playoffs while we're talking about disasters, because this guy's been hurt. There's not anybody on this team, not named Patrick Mahomes, that's so individually important that if he's out for a game or two, that it should affect this team the way it has. If that makes any sense. If Mahomes is out and you throw in whatever backup or third string is in there, then obviously it changes the complete dynamic of this football team. But if Mahomes is in there and you've got the most expensive offensive line in the league, you added Joe Tooney, you added Orlando Brown, you draft a couple of guys, you got the best wide receiver, maybe, you got the best tight end possibly in the history of the league, and you don't score a touchdown against the Tennessee Titans, dog, that's a problem. One hour in the book, two more coming up. I'll keep doing Dr. Frazier Crane if I have to. We'll keep those phone lines open, 913-576-7610. But since it's Halloween, on the other side, I'm going to get you, that's right, I'm going to get you a Levine's list. What's the topic? Well, you got to stay tuned. You're going to like it on the other side, right here with Julio Sanchez. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. It's Bacon Night on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 